Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Jane Hansen. Jane grew up in rural Minnesota, coming to New York three decades ago to join NBC as an anchor and correspondent in New York. She co-anchored Today in New York and hosted Jane's New York. She's covered events ranging from the tragedy of 9-11 to the joy of Yankee victory parades to Wall Street in Washington, has interviewed presidents, business leaders, prisoners, and celebrities, traveled as far as the Gobi Desert of Mongolia and the depths of miles below New York City for her special reports. Jane has won nine Emmy Awards and is currently a much sought-after communications coach working with top-tier leaders in every field while continuing to MC, speak, and host broadcasts. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Jane Hansen. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I love what you do, and I think it's really important to get messages about thought leaders and how they work and and, and get that out there to help people because I think we need it. <laughs> well, great. Well, first of all, Jane, why do you do what you do? I remember coming off the set from doing an interview one day, probably about 12 years ago, which is kind of how long I've had my business. And somebody said to me, I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. And I thought, you know, that's your problem, not mine, because I led you down a pathway and you didn't know how to get back to telling your story. And I realized that I could help people tell their stories in impactful ways, because that's what's truly important in this world is to share what we have and to make sure that people really hear us and that we really listen. So that's it. Well, let's go a little bit deeper on that. Can you share your thoughts with our audience on how leaders can really truly reach people? In today's world, after COVID, I think that it's I think it's never been more important than to be human in the way we speak to others. And by that, I mean, think about I mean, there's three things that I really talk about in my in my coaching. One is who are you talking to? One is what are you saying? And the third one is how you're delivering it. And so we really need to think about, let's let's attack that first one, that audience. We need to think about who we are talking to and how we're truly going to have rapport with them. Relatability. I love a Maya Angelou quote that says, people will forget what you did. They'll forget what you said. They'll never forget how you made them feel. And so making people feel is what's truly going to get into their thought, get into their heads, get into their souls, and also get into ours. And so for me, that's the core of it. Then what are you saying? You have to make sure what you're saying is going to be right for those people. So um, for, for your audience, I should say. So let's think. You have to think about gender, age, geography, beliefs, um, you know, all of these culture, all of these different things that that get into it. Sometimes we think we're going to give, we've got one message. And yes, we're probably always going to give that same basic message, but we need to deliver it differently so it will resonate with the people to whom we are speaking. And that is something people miss. So that to me is truly important. I mean, if you look at some of the great speakers out there today, the way in which they relate is that every single time they're in front of an audience, either one-to-one, small group, large audience, a stadium of a million, every single time they're doing things that are so relatable that the audience can immediately, you know, tune into them. And that's, I think, crucial. 
And talk about that, even if it's to make them uncomfortable, right? You said, how do you make them feel? Sometimes you want to make them feel uncomfortable. And I think that's a, one thing that people in business are oftentimes unwilling to go to, a place where they, hey, hey, we got to change our ways here or something. Well, this is true. One of the things that happened at the beginning of COVID, um, my business immediately turned virtual, as all of ours did. So people would reach out to me, and I'm talking CEOs and, and uh, you know, top executives, and they would say these words, will you help me learn how to become vulnerable and compassionate? And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, that's an interesting concept, you know, interesting question. So what I then took that to mean is, I think it's important for leaders to show their vulnerability and to show um, that they truly care about the people that they're speaking to, that they care about where they are in their process, whether they work for them, whether they're a client, whatever, wherever they are in the scheme of that business. I think it's really important that we find a way to not to, to show that we're that we do care. And in those uncomfortable conversations, such as what you're doing right now isn't working, really think about the other person, put yourself in their shoes and then deal with them in a way that will make both of you recognize this is a rewarding conversation, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Being, I think being uncomfortable is one of the best things that we can do for ourselves to make us better. I really do. And being uncomfortable can mean not just an awkward conversation, but it could also mean talking about taking risks. Change is scary, but change is going to happen no matter who and what we are. So how we're going to handle that change, it becomes imperative that we communicate it truly well. And sure. that, I think, is critical. Like uh, General Eric Sinshecki said, if you don't like change, you're going to like irrelevance even less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I stole it from General Eric, so that's okay. Uh, okay. The last thing I want to ask you about is uh, to talk a little bit about something that I know you have, have a great expertise in at all your years on television, and that is body language. Oh, please. Have you got an hour <laughs> or a day? So body, the thing about body language is it's innate. We've been walking on Earth for two to 14 million years, however long you want to believe, but we've only had a spoken language for 160,000 of those years, which meant we communicated totally through our body. And we still do it today, but we, we ignore that even though it's inborn in us. We make judgments before somebody opens their mouth by the way they walk into a room. If you're slumped over and kind of look like weird, nobody wants to talk to you. If you, you have to exude the confidence and the trust in yourself, because if you don't do that, people are going to believe otherwise. So it's about your gestures, your eye contact, um, your posture, Every, every expressions on your face and the tone of your voice, that's part of it too. So think about what you're doing and that it always has to be in sync. That's a lot of the work I'm doing these days at conferences and, and um, summits and retreats and things like that is really helping me make sure our body language is in sync with what we're saying, because when they're contrary, Nobody believes you. There's great distrust. And, and body language is, is crucial to delivering our messages and making them heard. So I would urge people just to even, of course, life is so simple today because you can take your iPhone and record yourself. It's one of my biggest tips. 
or whatever, I should say, whatever kind of whatever form of a phone you have that you can record, record yourself, especially before you're going to have that awkward conversation. How does it sound? How does it look? Are my eyes meeting theirs? What? Am, and then listen to it, watch it and say, that doesn't work or this does work. It's 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 the greatest tool because we then really can get it right. And it helps so much. Well, Jane, as you know, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Well, this is going to sound perhaps a little bizarre, but Aristotle, because Aristotle is considered to be the father of communications, and he is the first person that really focused, and it's 2,400 years ago, on how people were do, were saying things and how important it was to say them well. And he, he's, he set up, you know, all kinds of different rules that have to do with um, pathos, logos, and what's the other one? Earthos, ethos, something. Anyway, so it's, why are you the expert? Um, how are people responding to you? And how are you making them feel? Kind of like what my Angela had to say. So... <laughs> Go Aristotle. <laughs> and lastly, Jane, how can somebody contact you? My website is Jane Hansen. That's H-A-N-S-O-N.com. And there's a place you can connect with me there. My um, email is Jane at janehansen.com. And it's pretty simple. And I love hearing from people, um, you know, just even if they have thoughts on what we're talking about today. Absolutely. Well, Jane Hansen, nine-time Emmy Award winner, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. And go Mets this spring. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big fan. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. <laughs>